This is an ABC podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, tyre fitters and baristas, dried fruit wholesalers and space researchers, Australian football codes have guided this great nation through its darkest hour. But now, with soul in the shorts, feeling in the feet and joy in the jumper, it's time to bump, it's time to thump, it's time to bludge. Footy mad Aussies, pull them up and pack them down for another blast of bludging on the blind side. With the master of midfield mayhem, rampaging Roy Slaven, and the man who never lets them get away, H.G. Nielsen. Hook another lucky trout, H.G. Yes, uh, TF much, Cedric Espen Sump, uh, AO, torching the blindside blue paper once again. Uh, that's the unquenchable obsession. The blind desire and the uncontrollable appetite of the Sumster Campion, the bludging on the blind side. Soundproof booth at ABC Grandstanders H- uh, Grandstand HQ. Uh, the Sumster is in, so the window is open. Can I be the first to say it? Happy Rugby League Australia. I know it's been a trying week. Magic round. It's always trying. It's always difficult. But look how we weathered the storm and come through it. We're all so much better for it. We love sitting down in the sin bin. Now, league lovers, as you know, our charity partners, the Blinken Knights of Balaclava, have recently moved into the horse syndication space. Their latest syndication is Todger Tugger, uh, a chestnut two-year-old who will uh, obviously turn, a rising two-year-old turn two in August. The horse uh, will race in the Rooting King colours and be trained by, wait for it, what we're calling the new generation. The new generation of Freedmans, that Cyril and Jumbo Freedman, will train Todger Tugger and Fractious Bruce Woodus will ride for Rooting King Lodge. So it's got great connections, uh, Todger Tugger, and you'd be mad if you didn't make a beeline to Scone for its uh, hit out. Curiously enough, uh, run its first hit out, should I say, its maiden race uh, on the uh, on Rugby League Day 2021. So obviously a big day for everybody who says Happy Rugby League and racing fans alike. Now the BKOB, that's the Blinkered Knights of Balaclava Horse Syndication Venture, is backed backed by the federal government's Punt Keeper Top Up Program. So everyone who goes in obviously will get their name in the record book or in the race day book at Scone on Rugby League Day 2021 and you'll also be able to uh, get on course for free and be able to go into the owners and members enclosure. So that's a big, big, big carrot in front of all syndicated people or people interested in syndicated uh, syndication of racehorses across the nation. Out of work miners looking for a seam of coal, hardworking government advisors, rugby league sightseers and budget freaks with a wedge unspent from the, the budget earlier in the month. Welcome to Bludging on the Blind Side. This is HG Nelson opening the Blind Side dig for another set of seven. Oh, what a week. What an incredible week. What an inc- intense. It was intense from start to finish. A week went too much, but it's barely enough. Now, in breaking news, and I am amazed by the number of films uh, are being made about sporting heroes and heroines. Uh, in breaking news, the long-awaited Carl Stefanovic origin special is in production as we speak. Carl, very familiar to Channel 9 people, watches, uh, runs the morning show there, very tight control over the morning show. He's doing a five, uh, after a five-hour meeting this week with League Supremo, the man of feathers, uh, Peter Valanders, a deal has been inked uh, for this must-see television event uh, on Nine, obviously, as part of their origin build-up. Nine, still the one. I don't know if they're still using that. I haven't watched Nine in so long, but that used to be a catch cry years ago. They used to have that great theme, still the one. 
memories. Uh, the Bludge understands the show will simply be a sit-down in front of a log fire with Carl and the Man of Feathers, that's Peter Valenders, chatting on stools about what origin means to them and how it's helped their family since 1980. In depth, five hours, they'll have plenty of t- time to unpack every one of your origin memories. Tentative scheduling has this top-rating stool off on nine following the first episode of Love at, Fl- uh, of Love at First Flush. So it'll be a great origin eve uh, leading into, obviously, the big one on the following night. Uh, Apparently, uh, it's an incredible one-on-one probe where Volanders admits to Carl in the Russia side I've seen so far that he's not Superman. Now, he's mentioned this a couple of times this week, that he's not Superman. Not sure what to make of this. He's discovered recently he's not Superman or he's always known he wasn't Superman. Why did Superman come up in the conversation in the context of the Man of Feathers? These are questions that hopefully Carl will get to the bottom of. He now believes that, uh, this is the Superman in charge of league, he now believes the biggest blight on the game of rugby league is online abuse. He's stamped out head highs. He's stamped out punches to the face. He's stamped out that jaw-breaking stuff that's been been part of rugby league for years. Uh, Volandis is going to stamp out online abuse by banning the internet and all digital platforms in league-playing countries. Not everywhere, obviously not everywhere. I mean, it'd be mad to ban it in Ecuador. They have no interest in rugby league and don't know who Peter Volandis is or why he's banning league, uh, by, why he's banning digital platforms. He's taking this stand for the future of life on earth and household power prices. He's hoping to get them down by obviously turning a lot of uh, hardware off, if I've got the right term platforms off. Meanwhile, after the Magic Round weekend, head uh, well, it was a head-high crackdown, the Hogs for the Homeless Hero and New South Wales Origin coach Brad Freddy Fittler says the Origin team is training with players missing. Uh, he leaves nothing to chance, Freddie. He has them walking around uh, barefoot but on the grass before the kickoff. He has them sitting in period, pyramids most of the week. This is the players. And he's training the team with many missing. He believes that up to seven players from both sides could end up in the bin for a portion of the game. That's the eventuality he's preparing for. I did see them running, at, having a bit of a practice run at Rushcutters Bay in uh, Sydney's Eastern Suburbs the other day, and I saw them practising with three in the team. I didn't know what to make of that. I just thought it was some crazy idea that Freddie's working with. Elsewhere, the Wink Stand is scheduled to have its official opening at Ramwick on Everest Day in October. 7,000 more deliriously happy punters will be able to pull up a few trackside once they open the stand. A glittering cavalcade of stars will be on hand to snip the ribbon for the Wink Stand and a full list will be announced right here on Rugby League Day on September the 8th. Uh, I understand the clapper will be there for those who want to ask. Now, cricket. And big announcements this week concerning both men's and women's Ashes series next summer. Uh, they're going to be played in their entirety throughout the summer. Look up the uh, guides for where they will be. And the first test I know will be a banger. It's Australia v Afghanistan in Hobart. I'm not sure what various parties in Afghanistan will think about that, but be that as it may, that's what's shut down Hobart. Incidentally, just how much did the bowlers know about Sandpaper Gate in South Africa all those years ago? I mean, Brains, as in Dave Brains Warner, has yet to tell his side of the story. Uh, Dave, just keep it quiet, buddy. And I believe the bowlers knew everything about what was going on. 
I mean, they were picking up the ball at the end of every over and having a look at it and thinking, oh, Christ, there's only half a pill here. Uh, Aussies fired up at the promise of Australia. It's tremendous to have you with us as we prod forward through the solid backup stoolage of the week's sporting action. Remember to have a go, should I say step up and have a go, to get a go. And if you've already got something from having a go, then step up and, for Australia's sake, get in the queue for another go. Uh, to get the blindside barge away from the wharf, let's lock horns with the creator of the Happy Rugby League initiative that is sweeping the country. Yes, Perth fell under its spell this week. The HRL creator is rampaging Roy Slavin. Roy, can we get the blindside bunny in motion? <laughs> Simply by asking what highlights caught your wrestler's eye this week. No, yes, thank you very much, HG Nelson. Happy Rugby League, HG, and happy Rugby League listeners. Happy Rugby League Australia. Um, look, contrary to numerous reports in various news outlets this week, Julia Roberts will not be the face of New South Wales racing. We made that clear last week. Yeah. And yet I've seen report after report after report, including photographs. Of her with the horse. No, she's really upset about it. She is not the face of New South Wales racing. (laughs) Now, I think Volanders has has been leaking to to various press outlets uh, saying that he had a project and just creating a story out of it. I know. It's not fair. It's not fair at all. Anyway. Um, Who does that Ladbrokes ad that I see all the time? It might be Matty Damon. He could be the face of racing. Matt Damon. He, he fire, I think he's living in Australia at the is moment. He, well, he is. And he, he, he's fired off in a rocket. Could he, he, is he interested in being the face of New South Wales racing? Well, I don't think, I don't think he's got any he, choice. Has, anyone been, has he been approached? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Well, Volandis, I mean, I've got his number. If well, he wants I, to no, touch I'm, I'm not interested in talking to Volandis. No, I mean, I've got Damon's number. I've got oh, you've got Damon's number? No, I've got Damon. Well, okay, Damon's okay. Number. Well, I'll speak, I'll speak to Julian. She can speak to Damon. Maybe. Um, oh, it's Mark Wahlberg who might be the oh, face of... Oh, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Who might be the face of Labrooks. That's good. Right. Thanks, Dave. Well, that's different. Well, he's not here at the moment. He's not in Australia. So he came and made the ad and pissed off. Well, he might have made the yeah, ad overseas. Uh, overseas. Oh, didn't linger That's about to become suggesting. the face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've gone right off him. Yeah, well. <laughs> now she's. Uh, we will. We had a bit of a chat last night. The shoot's going well. She wants everyone to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she did watch a game. She watched a fair bit of Magic Round, which yeah. she enjoyed enormously. Her word, not mine. Um, she was. <sighs> Curious about the term edge, left edge, right edge. Ah, yes. I said it's the wing. She said, why not say wing? Good question, I said. Good question. I, where did edge come from? And why has it become parlance everywhere? Mm. Suddenly everyone's talking left edge, right edge. Uh-huh. I hate it. Mm. Let's get back to wing. Yeah, or, you know, the left edge. The wing. Side. Yeah, sure, fair enough. You're taking it out to the wing. They That's t- where people want the ball to be. <laughs> The magic round, how much magic was there? Well, there were three send-offs. And wasn't it great to see the, the ref given the big point? I know, the point. The point. We hadn't That's seen right, that for people so long. To see. People love that. Yeah, I wouldn't... mean, people love the ball going out onto the edge. But yeah. even better, seeing the, the umpire stand proudly with a big point towards the dressing room. And, you know, I don't care if they've not committed a crime. Nah. I just think the... Send them yeah. off for being stupid. Yeah, off you go. Yeah, I've had enough of you. Yeah, hey, you, yeah. number seven, over yeah. here. Yeah. Hey, listen, you... Off. Yeah, you've spent far Why? too... Why? No reason. Yeah. I made up my mind, now start yeah. walking. You, and now, anybody hanging. anybody <laughs> on the edge, I'd... Anyone on the edge? Over here, buddy. Come on. Yeah. Number five, number two. Come on, Gutho, yeah. You're both <laughs> off. Yeah. Hanging around the edge.
Now, the high shot crackdown is set to continue with uh, clubs facing what are described as selection nightmares. We'll just keep the tackles down, just just keep it below the head. Simple as that. Jared Rurahergreaves, whom I'm always interested in listening to. Oh, he's excellent. He warns that players will be ducking and milking penalties, and he's right, especially storm types. <laughs> They're going to be coached to duck. I can see Bellamy now giving the instruction. Hey, you've got a head, find a hand. Yeah. Uh. Find a hand with your head. Uh. You know, everyone's thinking Nate Miles. Yeah, well, he was great at it. That's what we want. Now, Jack Miller has done it again, winning the French Moto GP. That's two in a row. And, again, no big raps on the bloke. He hasn't got big tickets on himself. He's not claiming to be anything like Mighty McDoin. Uh, someone said to him, are you Mighty McDoin? He said, no, I'm Jack Miller. I just hop on a bike and go as quickly as I can and if the MotoGP gods are favouring me, then I smile. Very good. Lovely. How refreshing to hear that sort of talk. Now, the zoo Zarafa fight is in doubt with Zarafa in hospital with a mystery stomach ribs injury. One imagines he must have got this uh, with a heavy contact training. One imagines, unless he slipped somewhere in the kitchen or something and hit his ribs on, or, the, on, on a cupboard or something. Or tried to pick up a Victor lawnmower in the backyard and somehow found himself colliding with the hill's hoist. Uh, yeah, stumbled, you yeah. mean. Stumbled, yeah. Stumbled in, into the handle of the hill's hoist. That'd hurt. It would. It would. I've had that rib Yeah, I have problem. too. Yeah, it's really annoying yeah, and hard that. to fix. Yep, very hard to fix. Anyway, let's hope he's uh, recovered because I'm... Do you know what gave him the shits this week or their team, the shits this week? They've caught, renamed Newcastle Zoo Castle. Zoo Castle. Yes, I heard mm. that. That really would get up the nose of Zarafa and have him lifting up the hill's hoist to collapse into the, <laughs> into the Victor Mower or however it worked. Now, Gal says Hooney is showing disrespect by fighting Christian Zoya ahead of Gal. I think he is too. I think he's saying I can park and park, I can take on anyone, Gal, before I take on you. I can take on anyone, dude. You're nothing. No respect. No respect. But that's Hooney's go. Yeah, he's, can, he's a no respect merchant. Can I ask, though, respect is in the eye of the beholder, it is. isn't it? It is. So what I, I saw them come to blows uh, up oh, at yeah, Magic up, Round. Yeah, that was the uh, highlight for in me Zootown. in Magic Round. In Zootown, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I know it's a, a very yeah. telling moment. I thought mm. the fight's going to be on here. Now, uh, just looking at a bit of tennis, Novak, Djokovic and co are refusing to be quarantined again and are pushing for the Australian Open to be held in Doha. Oh, man, how's this going to work? The Australian Open in Doha? I don't think so. Craig Tiley says it's just not going to happen. Uh, they'll be playing here. So I don't know what he's going to organise. I don't know whether there's going to be some sort of quarantine boat offshore. Some, well, that's pretty good. I know. I know. It's possible. It's possible something like that. And the, 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 the players will be helicoptered in for their matches and then helicoptered straight back out onto the boat. That's what I've heard. Now, a test match against Afghanistan is scheduled for this summer. This. Yes, you did mention mm. this, and you might have. Did you mention whether the Taliban comply with no, the Taliban? I tr tr have they a thumbs up from the T? Well, I, I tried to allude to the fact that yeah. politi international politics may play may a part. May play a part. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm but not, there's been nothing official. No, there's nothing been no official. No, from no the nothing Taliban. official. <laughs> no, nothing official. The T's. Right. Okay. Ball tampering, Sam. As you mentioned that as well, back in news. Yes. Well, Cameron Backroft just, uh, you know. A few 
loose comments during an interview in the UK where he's playing county cricket, someone, some smart journo said, uh, hey, Cam, with the, with the ball tamper, mate, did the bowlers know? Oh, what do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, did the bowlers know? Yeah, of course they did. Loose lips sink ships, don't they? Don't they? And don't ju- they? It's... And if the bowlers didn't know... What's going on with our bowlers? I don't know. What are they looking at? Don't they look at the ball anymore? No, they don't. Don't they They look at the ball? No. They They just leave it to, you know, brains and co to fiddle about with it in the slips. And get it And then get it back to you and you don't look at it. No. Of course you look at it. You want to know which side's the scuff side. Mm. If you've got to swing the ball one way or the other, Ah, you've got to know where your scuff is. Yeah. Otherwise you're rubbish. Mm. And that's Mm. a fact. (laughs) Speaking of cricket... Marnus Lorbeshan is not selected for the squad to tour the West Indies and he's really upset about it. Problem is, he's with Bancroft over in the UK playing county cricket and they can't guarantee with quarantine restrictions, etc., etc., that they could have him COVID compliant by the time the team leaves for the West Indies, if you see what I mean. I understand. So he's just got to miss out. He's just got to miss out. That's the way it is. Mm. Uh, Now, uh, synchronised swimming HG is now to be called artistic swimming. I know. I hate that. I hate that. You know, you know me. I, I've always loved my um, synchro, synchro swimming. Mm. I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about the art. No, it, it seems to me it's just going to be a license for teams not to be synchronised. I mean, that's what art does, doesn't it? I hadn't thought of that. That's at what all. They, they, of course, that's what it's about. Mm. No, They've given up on synchronisation. Oh, no, 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 I don't want to synchronise with you. I don't want to. He's doing, doing that. He's doing life. that. I don't want to do that as well. I want to do what I do. I want to be free. Yeah. I want to express myself yeah. in the pool. Yeah. And if he's doing that, that's great. Weird world. Make of that what you will. Rugby League is the only code to assist in the development of both the Pfizer and AstraZeneca vaccines. Fact. This is Bludging on the Blind Side. Roy, just coming to that final item you mentioned there, the change of name from synchronised dancing to artistic uh, swimming, yeah. synchronised swimming to artistic swimming. Yeah. Look, this does worry me. Uh, look, obviously it's come up with Japan or Tokyo just around the corner. Mm. Uh, apparently the decision was taken quite quietly and uh, unflagged some time ago. Right. But I take your point entirely is artistic swimming is completely different to synchronised swimming. It is. Synchronised swimming, all shoulders to the same wheel, all yes. looking good in the same direction, all coming out of the water with the fixed grins and the nose clips on at exactly the same time. Yep. And it's easy to see how you mark it. Yes. Obviously, that leg wasn't quite right from yeah. the Russian team, etc. Yep. Artistic swimming yes. could be anything yes. and somehow oh, I was artistic. You know, even bombing off the 10-metre platform could be part of it. Of course. There's no rules. Yeah. There's absolutely Indeed. no rules. Now, coming just, to the... Just, you know, sitting and dangling a foot on the, on the edge of the pool. That could be part of it. Now... I mean, come, come where's to this going to go? I know. We come to the history of it and, uh, as you know, uh, you know, the Sydney Olympics, there was a terrific uh, performance from the Russian synchronised, tremendous skill, uh, re- retelling the story of the Russian Revolution. That's right. And then when it came to the Australians, they did a, a very creditable job, uh, uh-huh. sadly marked down by international judges who wouldn't know art, and I don't use that word kindly, synchronised swimming, yeah. uh, if it bit them. Yeah. Uh, they did a, a terrific version of, um, you know, building the Sydney Harbour Bridge. What stories are going to be told with artistic swimming? Yeah. None. It's just yeah. going to be splodge after splodge after splodge. They're not going to be able to do something as good as a Banksy. No, no, no. Uh, no it'll be more up your sort of blue poles end, won't it? it w- <laughs> it'll just be... Rubbish. Rubbish, yeah. Now, 
Do you are you putting a call out today to Coates to pull the? Uh, well, someone's st- got to do something about it. I've been told um, that it's a two-person show over there. It's Bark and Coates, so yeah. one of them will pick up yes. the phone, obviously, when you're in the office, because uh-huh. they're the only people there. Right. And yep. uh, so, uh, and I'm just wondering if it, if uh, if there was a push from blindsiders mm-hmm. to maybe exp- bombard the place with complaints. Thanks. Very That's much. what we want. That's exactly and maybe a demonstration in the street if we can get the schools involved. I'll tell you what would be great is if you burnt down the uh, Burwood pool. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, right, just, that, that's making a statement. <laughs> sure. I mean, sure. I'm not encouraging people to yeah. do it, but that's what push comes to shove in these circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, is it possible that uh, there's a problem now with people understanding what synchrony is? I mean, it's to do with our education systems that... It, you know, suddenly, uh, you know, oh. Olympic officials say, synchronise, what's synchronise? What does that mean? Well, I hadn't thought I mean, of that. Is, isn't it artistic? Yeah, artistic, I understand. You see what I mean? Maybe that's the problem. Well, synchronised everybody moving together. Yeah, I know that. I'm sorry. But maybe they don't. <laughs> yeah. No. Or maybe the word scares them. I think the latter could be the case. Mm. Now, we come on to uh, the uh, problems of the week in rugby league. Mm. Um, look, can I just say that I'm concerned, I haven't been concerned up until now, but I have been concerned with the direction and development of Rugby League. Yes. Uh, I believe that this move by Volandis now to cut out full contact training yes. is going to make it extremely difficult for players to know what to do when they come to a match. Mm. Now, I'm all for, because I can hear that class action that's going to, you know, Rugby League players who've taken too many stairs, I understand that. I can understand that they want to put a class action into the courts and see if they can get about four, six, uh, seven trillion dollars out of the Rugby League because mm. of obviously health problems down the track. Now, yeah. I understand that and I understand something has to be done. Mm. But we now have this problem where every bit of league is going to be examined through that prism. Mm-hmm. So we have forward pass technology about to descend on the... On the uh, ball. Yes. Yeah. Someone's texted about that, HG. He says, I, I know with interest the NRS floated the idea of introducing high-tech microchipped Stedens to really help eliminate forward passes. Now, as the rugby league rules determine a pass to be forward or not relative to the player making it, will players also be chipped to account for their forward velocity relative to that of the pass? Players also already carry telemetric devices sewn into their jerseys to track performance during the games, but this could be taken a step further and the chips could be implanted under the player's skin, enabling monitoring at all times. Well, there's a lot to be said for that. That's an excellent text. I tell you what, that'd help you with your 10 metres. Yes. Oh, it'd help with everything. You would you wouldn't need to you wouldn't need a, a referee out there. Could all be done by the bunker. Now, can I ask? Are the rule changes? I mean, I've set out why the rule changes are coming this week. But mm. are rule changes now part of the Volandi's disruptive process? Yes. Meaning, so next week there's going to be more rule changes. They're going to be different sort of rule changes, and the following week they're going to cancel the Dally M's. Yeah. And they're going to cancel the Dally M's because the Dally M's seem to indicate that some players are better than others. Yes. We can't have that in rugby league. Mm. We cannot have that in rugby league. That some people yeah. are tagged well, I, as look, better players than Well, look, I know there is others. there is a scarring effect. There is a definite scarring effect, and I've spoken to many psychologists and psychiatrists about this over the years. HG, when a player doesn't earn. Dally M points, and they feel as if they've played really well. That's right. That's they, what I'm talking they, they about. They go home and they're really upset. They are. You know, you you, you, you kick the cat and you bloody, you, you're, really, you're outraged. And you're upset cut. and you can get depressed. You can. You know, I've played my heart out, my guts out. I left my guts out there in the middle and I didn't even get one bloody Dally M point. 
Now, apply that to the AFL, where they have 3-2-1 from the uh, yes. referees. They have hundreds of coaches. This is your Brownlows. The Brownlows, sorry, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, from the umpires. Is that going as well? That's going It'll to go. have to go. It'll have to go. And yeah. then all those, uh, you know, uh, coaching. Does that mean we can't have winners and losers anymore? Well, so, that's so what worries me is there will be no score. With the no game scores anymore. It doesn't matter if you score 10 tries, you're not getting nothing. You're not getting be, nothing because, because you're Freddie not better than the other team. Freddie on the edge didn't get a touch. Yeah. You're going to have Freddie going home down in the dumps because everybody else on the other edge got all the tries. Mm. You see, yeah. it's, where does it stop? Where I mean, I'm stop? not opposed to the game being reduced to no score. Mm. Uh, I think that, you know, that would do away with a lot of people having to come to work at the rugby league ground, sure. you know, ground I mean, stuff like I, I mean, gambling interests may take a different view, HG. I think they rely on a score. Well, my solution there is yes. to have them look mm-hmm. after that themselves. Oh, okay. You know, so as you wouldn't have odds, you wouldn't have anything. I mean, imagine how some teams must feel they arrive at the ground. Yeah, 40 to 1 off, you know, yeah. And then they look at their phones at half time and think, yes, oh, think, oh Lord. Load out to 15. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, how, we won't go out. Yeah. See, you know what I mean? I mean, all I these know. things are just stacking up as mm. problems for the league because they started going down this road. Now, mm. it did occur to me that uh, obviously some uh, contracts may be written with a waiver saying the club is no longer or the league is no responsible for your health after you finish the game yes. or something like that. So, But that'll always be challenged in court. You're, you're always going to have your, your, your ambulance chasing law firms you know, no, if we don't win, you don't have to pay anything, that sort of thing, that yeah. sort of carrot. Yeah. You know, have you – and I've seen no that. Win, no you fee. know, have you ever played rugby league? Do you feel a little bit iffy of a morning when you get up? Maybe yeah. there's a connection there. Yeah. Come and see us and talk, you know, and if we win, we'll get paid something. But if we don't win, that's all right. You've tried. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, where's this going to leave rugby league in mm. terms of crowds and – yeah. You know, people coming to pay sponsors. Yes. Will sponsors buy into a scoreless game? I don't think they will. Uh, I was talking to the Cadbury people this week. The fruit the, nut the, people. The fruit nut people, the, the Caramello people. And I, yeah. uh, you know, the Fredo Froggers. Yeah, Fred. And I, I said to them, <laughs> you know, are you, uh, you know, you're happy about the association with the Wallabies? And they said, oh, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. And I said, what about if there was no score? Well, we'd walk away, they said. Peter Valandis is rugby league. Peter Volandis is a great Australian, wrapped in the blood-soaked flag of Anzac, a giant who builds our dreams, painted in the true colours of Rugby League. This is Bludging on the Blind Side. Now, the full contact of training, or banning that, seems to be an idea that they picked up from uh, American football. Oh, okay. uh, The NFL. So, earlier this week... Well, you can understand too, HG, I mean, if full contact training, who's monitoring the high shots? And, you know, when you're training against mates, you you really want to hit them in the head. (laughs) Yeah, it's more fun. It's more fun. You want to see how they respond. Yeah, Yeah, no, I agree. So, earlier this week... On the same day, South Sydney players took part in one of the most physical field sessions of the season. They lost in Magic Round, didn't they? Yeah, I can't I think keep they up did. with it, but uh. um, I think they. So they got to you know run around the park, especially on the edges where they were oh, exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the ARL Commission boss, uh, Man of Feathers, told the Herald he would explore clamping down on the contact at training in sake of player welfare. I was ignorant of the fact that there's so much contact at training. Oh, where does this bloke spend his time? Is this Philanders? Philanders. Doesn't he ever go to training? No. Has he ever been to training? I don't think so. Has he ever seen a horse being trained? No. You thrash them to within an inch. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's discovered, this is Volandi's talking, it's unregulated. Unregulated. Of course it is. There's no trainers there, there's no medicos. It's behind closed no... doors. Yeah, exactly. It's just coach, you know, in this case Bennett, yeah. Souths, players. <laughs> That's it. Now, so we definitely will have a look at that. South Sydney forward Liam Knight missed eight weeks because of concussion. He yeah, suffered yeah. during pre-season training. Eight oh, weeks. Eight weeks, right, yeah. Uh, but Does that mean we're going to have the police supervising so. training? They'll, it'll get to that. But uh, Liam said that his injury was a result of an accidental head knock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that can happen. Oh. Well, it's a bit like, you know, falling over and hitting the, yeah. the hill's the, hoist. That's right. The handle of the hill's hoist. That's happened. And I don't see the merit in limiting contact at training. You practice putting yourself in a situation mm. and it becomes a habit. You do more contact, the, you do more contact so as you get used to be under fatigue and hitting where you want it to hit. Yeah. Less is more. Now, of course, Stick from yeah. down Canberra Way. Mm said all coaches deserve some respect when it came to how they prepared and looked after their players. Oh, yes. Don't they ever. Now, he said, I'd like to think there's some trust in NRL coaches. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, let, let that yeah. one lie. Yeah. The one thing I believe is your utmost responsibility as a coach is the welfare of your player. Yeah, good. And at the end of the week, you need them physically prepared as possibly as you can. But yep. also, it doesn't mean overdoing it from the contact or workload point of view during the week. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want them buggered and tired and injured with broken ribs and cracked heads before they run out on the on the weekend. You don't. You don't. No, that's right. And coaches will admit that. You know, I often said to Stick, hey, Stick, are you happy with the play? Look at them, mate. You've got two broken legs there and a busted rib. Are you happy? You, nah, nah, I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> the difficulty here is, is how are they going to train? Yes. How are they going to train? For battle, to, to make them battle-hardened, fighting or- fit... Fighting fit. To get fighting fit, you've got to fight. That's right. Look at Zarafa in <laughs> hospital. Fighting fit in hospital. So, <laughs> Volandes mm. talks about the coaches. The good coach, coaches aren't going to, on TV. This is about the whole shamozzle, his can of worms, he's open. Yeah. And yell and scream and carry on. What are they going to do is adapt. Now, this is where it gets worrying because I tell you one coach who's thinking about adaptation now is Craig Bellamy. Oh, yeah. And he will be looking at other parts of the body, not part of the no-go area, if I can put it that way, and think, bloody hell, it's wide open at the lower ribs. Yeah. If I can get a shoulder in there, Mm -hmm. I can really make it difficult for the player to come back after halftime. Well, indeed, and 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 that exposes HG and, 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 uh, you know, if he, he, he could go further south. He could, he could, he could. And really, you know. Yeah. Can Create I, a little bit of mayhem because you've only got to be, you know, you've only got to have, have your be off timing by a fraction of a second. Yeah. to collect the cruets yes. in the most unfortunate manner. Exactly, exactly. Now, and I've seen players with so much cruet damage. I mean, when you've got to have your cruets sewn back together again, it puts you off rugby league. It does. It does. <laughs> it would. <laughs> now, can I ask about? Uh, the tackle that you highlighted mm. last week in your in-depth report on rugby league, mm. which was what I call the three people in, yep. two people peel off at the appointed time and the one-on-one strip. Yep. Now, what I come to is the spirit of the game. Oh, yeah. Now, that may not be it technically is, yeah. illegal, but it's not in the spirit of the game. No, it's not. So where do we draw the line? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Is the referee going to send off the two who did the initial contact or two of the three who did the initial contact, mm. leave the one who did the strip on? Yeah. You're going to lose a lot of players pretty You quickly. are going to lose a lot of players. <clears throat> I, look, I, I think there's got to be a limit of the number of players that can be in a tackle. Isn't that how you how you address this? Yes, you were saying two players th- in the tackle max. Yes. One going for the crew. One going for the crew and one going for the ribs. Yeah. <laughs> the World Boxing Federation is committed to the development of the quantum computer, supports astronomy, and believes in rational debate. No other sport has made such commitments. This is Bludging on the Blind Side on ABC Radio. Uh, yes, uh, you're still with the bludging crew, <clears throat> Roy and HG. Now, coming to the coach's problem, the Volandis, the man of feathers, looks at. And what gets me, this is the Volandis, with some of these people, open brackets, coaches, close brackets, and I don't want to single anyone out. No. And that's where the whole thing falls apart. Yep. If you're in charge of rugby league, you've got to be up front with the people in your charge. Yeah. You can't go, oh, well, some coaches. It tars all coaches. It does. Because the ones who are doing it aren't named. Mm. So let's call them out now. Stick and obviously Craig Bellamy. Yeah. Are the most likely coaches who are thinking in the way that we're talking about. With well, your, certainly Bellamy. But with your cruet and your head work. Yeah, that's right. Now, he doesn't want to single people out, but surely the first thing on their mind is the welfare of their player. That's true. Yes. That the last thing on their mind is the welfare of the opponents. Exactly. And that's how it should be. That's always been the way with rugby league. That's part of rugby league ethos, isn't it? Right. There is this thing in the game, and in some elements uh, it is a, a little bit dangerous, mm. uh, that it's win at all costs. Yeah. Well, hang on a minute. You just pointed that out. Yeah. Now, yeah. What but, is, but that's rugby league. Well, what is I the... mean, just, just look at the uh, chicken wing, Bellamy. <laughs> TikTok. TikTok. Bellamy, yeah. Cannonball, yeah. Bellamy. Yeah. Now, I mean, hip the bloke's got form. <laughs> and he's I mean, a genius. I know, absolute, absolute genius. genius. He will be remembered as the great genius of rugby he league. He will be. He'll be remembered as the person, apart from Volandis, who did most to kill it off. Yes. Now, uh, when it all costs. Now, can I point out if that wasn't the guiding principle of most clubs and teams, yeah. they should go out of business. Of course. There's other if sports. If they're not putting in 100% in trying to win... And if winning what means is, attacking the crew of a party, you've got to do it. I know. What is the, what is the alternative? Otherwise, what are we there for? Exactly. What's it about? We're all going to be artistic swimmers. Yes. Right. You know, sitting I'm not on the edge artistic. of the pool, dangling our foot in the water and saying, give us some points. Did you say what I thought? Just sit on the edge. Yeah. The edge. The edge. The edge has crept into artistic yeah, I swimming. I know. Didn't take long, did it? Ah, uh, now, and people who watch it, this is Volandis again, I, I don't think they want to see people being injured and being hurt and being flattened. Well, hang on a minute. They want to see them being flattened, don't they? They want to see hard hits, no doubt. Oh, well, hang on. Yeah, you can't say that anymore. Mm. You can't. Hard hits indicates one thing, mm. ribs and cruets now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but not to the point where someone gets bad, oh, well, injured. I mean, yeah. it's just. Nonsense. Now. It is nonsense. It's lost all meaning. It's got lost all shape. Yeah. Um, and, he, and then he complains, and I'll, I'll leave this here because you can talk about this endlessly. Mm. Uh, he's complaining about people abusing him and having a go at him with all these what, things. What, Volandis? Yeah, Volandis is. He says, Really? I don't mind people having views, but mm. some of the abuse I've copped, it's not for the faint-hearted. Wow. We're all human. Yeah. I'm not Superman, and that's got me yeah. short. Mm-hmm. Superman. You know, I half expected to see him come out on the news in the – in the gear with the big S on oh, the yeah. shirt and a cape and mm. yeah. 
I have emotions and feelings like everyone else and you think it doesn't hurt, but it does. Yeah. And the worst of it came on Twitter. Mm. He's conceding the impact, uh, you know, on his family, obviously. I don't know why people spew out this. Hey, can yeah. I point out there's a simple solution to this? Don't look at it. Turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah, I don't know why he turns it on. What's he doing thinking, oh, they'll be saying something good about me? Yeah. No, they well, won't. that's not going to happen. The first thing that happened when they invented Twitter was trolling. Yes. That was the first thing that happened. It was a great opportunity. I mean, I love it because it's a great opportunity to just gob off at anyone you don't like. September the 8th, sleepers wake. This is bludging on the blind side. Uh, Roy, last night, of course, um, Ben Cummins broke the record. He uh, refereed his 494th match. Didn't he blow well? He b- blew beautifully. I saw him practising in the car park before yep. he obviously had to put his shorts on and sure. run out. God, they were coming out sweet. Yep. It's uh, a beautiful note. He's got, uh, what, what What would you call that? I think with trumpet and uh, saxophone, you call that embrasure. What? He's got beautiful embrasure when for it comes a thunderer, to the, for the, the whistle. whistle. Yeah. Yes. Now, um, obviously, he overtook Bill Harrigan's record mm-hmm. uh, of obviously four hundred ninety-three. Um, it's a hell of a it's a hell of a career, and <clears throat> he um, says he still has an urge to tell people to grow up. Uh, people still heckle him on the streets after the six again signal in the twenty nineteen grand final. They don't forget, do they? No, they don't. Fans? No, they uh, But Cummins has not let that moment define him. Good. according to this uh, uh, Murdoch report. Yep. Somewhere deep in the mountains, while trekking in the PNG weeks after the grand final, he finally decided to leave his home. Uh, Cummins made a decision to continue. Uh, so he. Oh, okay. Went, went, so uh, he did the Kokoda track, and that. Resolve that he mm-hmm. got from walking the Kokoda track yes. gave him the strength to continue the strength to carry on to keep blowing yeah. the whistle. I wonder if yeah. he took the whistle with him. I suppose he, he would have done. He would have. Mm-hmm. People still make remarks about it. You see us on the field. We look composed and talking in one in the one tone. Yeah. yeah Staff the edge. Staff the edge. <laughs> You'll be in the bin if you yeah, keep doing yeah. that. Yeah. It takes a lot of practice. Yep. People forget that. People they do. think it's easy. People think you just learn the rule book and go out there and start blowing. It's not no. The case. Sometimes I want to tell them to grow up. Mm-hmm. And maybe I should, I don't know. Sometimes I just pretend I haven't heard it. That's something you have to wear it. Because so, this player's gobbling off out yeah, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. doesn't make it easy. You can't forget. I didn't know if I wanted to go back on the field or if the game wanted me back. Mm. This is obviously after the big the, the big uh, six, six again. Yeah. yeah, I had a personal demons and wasn't sure if the league would take a risk. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of negative thoughts, but I thought, I'll give it one more go. Good. I had a really good year refereeing and I was not going to let it, the, 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 incident, the one incident define no, me. No, good. So that's great. So he's, he's yep. obviously he's controlled origins, test He's still matches. banging on about it a lot though, isn't he? It's a bit disturbing, isn't it? Come I mean, can't we move on? It was a fair while ago, that six again. And now we have six again every moment <laughs> of the know. match. Now, Cummins dreams about footy. Does he? <laughs> I suppose he would. Uh, he had nightmares too, I imagine. <laughs> Most of my dreams are nightmares ah! about forgetting the whistle. Forgetting the whistle? Oh, wouldn't oh, yeah. you hate that? You it run was... out there into the middle, right? Oh, where, 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 where is it? <laughs> I know. Or you arrive at the ground and left it on the kitchen oh, table. Oh, in the boot, yeah. Or, or the boot, yeah, of the mate's car. <laughs> you gave you a lift laugh last yeah. week. It's not the sort of thing you can borrow out of Has anyone here got a whistle? No, well, we don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's kept his routine too. To yep. his routine too. Yep. He will study the team list and ensure he knows every player by name. Pronunciations are a big for him. Yes. So if he's unclear, he'll seek out a club official on game day to double check. Good. Well, that's professional, isn't it? As for the future, I'd love to go on. Well, he, well, he can go on. I, he's <laughs> no, got another no two or three seasons in him. No one's talking about 
sidelining Cummins and oh, put him I in the I thought so. No. No, he's, he's our number one. He's our number one blower. He was born to blow, that bloke. And now, he blows well. He blows with confidence. He blows with passion. I know. Passion. Passion. Yeah. And that's you don't often see that in a rugby and, league referee. You don't. And you're pointing. He's the he's best, pointer, best pointer, pointer I've ever seen. I know. I and mean, when he sends them off, they go off. <laughs> don't they? They certainly do. But, I mean, there's no if and buddy. Are you sure that's what you meant? Yeah. No, you, you know, know what he means. You know what he means. Yeah. Stay off the edge. Stay off the edge. And yeah. get off. Let go, let go. Tackle completed. Come on, move back, move back. Come on, Josh, come on, Josh. Up you get Josh. Leave him alone. Leave that. That's a kidney, Josh. Leave it alone. It's acute on chronic. A perfect storm. A bloke in the front seat of the Datsun 180B with blood-stained putty knife in the hip pocket. Wait a minute. That's the murderer. Now on Bludging on the Blind Side. Yes, it's Bludging on the Blind Side. Remember, of course, if you missed the first hour and just joined us, then it's all available as a podcast. The whole show is available as a podcast. Not long after we pull up stumps here in an hour's time. Now, if you want to get involved with the show, text number 0467 920222. That's 0467 920222. Or old snail mail, electronically speaking, Roy and HG at abc.net.au. And the following people have, Roy. Yes, they have, HG. Now, just on the text, the King of the River's been in touch. He says, yes. He says, ban the bun. Any player with a bun should be exempt from protection by the new high tackle rules. If you have a bun, you're fair game. Oh, that's, that's uncompromising, pretty, it is, isn't, isn't it? it? It is. But is the bun uh, coming under, because it's on your head, yeah. it would come under protection under oh, the yeah, new Oh, yeah, I think the bun's protected. Right. Yeah, I don't think you can bash someone on the bun. <laughs> oh, your, your timing would have to be perfect. Exactly, I know, as the head ducked. Yeah, yeah. just graze across. Yeah, the top, taking it off. Give the bun a whack. Um, now, JT's been in touch. Oh, not Johnny Thurston. Johnny Thurston could be. He says, uh, uh, happy rugby league, gentlemen. When playing schoolboy rugby, I was a second rower. When playing country rugby, I was a front rower, not by choice but by necessity, all due to demographics, big school versus small country town. Yet how often does anyone give a thought to the forward stuck in a winger's body? Sure, he or she is small and agile, but with a heart equal to farlaps, cast to the periphery of the pack with a deep natural desire to get down and ruck it. Well, is that an, a, a, a person who's trapped yes. on the edge mentally? Yes. In the well, body? physically. Physically, They're a forward in a, in a winger's body. Yeah, I know. Gee, I hadn't thought of that. Nobody ever thinks of them. No, that's, that's incredible. It that's is a, incredible. What a great insight. What a great insight. I'd love Australian story to do something on so that person. So would I. On JT. Yes. Yeah, uh, poor old JT. There he is. All his life. Wanting to pack down in a scrum, wrong body. You see, that would send me around the twist. That, I know that whole thing. Now we come to the problem. I know, and how, how, how many how, how many psychiatrists and psychologists are, kept, are kept in work by people coming in and saying, "Look, here I am. I want to be a winger. I want to live on the edge. But look at me. <laughs> I'm 180 stone. I can hardly move." But I want to play league. But I want to play league. I know. Now, we come to the problem of the modern problem of inclusivity. Yes. Would we allow that person JT in the, JT to in pack the new down world the scrum just yeah. just 
just to get a flavour. Just of to it. get a flavour of it. Yeah. yeah, I mean we're inclusive, so JT, come on. This but is that'd a be patronising him, wouldn't it? Come on, JT, stick your head in, see what it's like. Yeah, how is that, eh? Now off you go. Back yeah. on the yeah, back on the wing. <laughs> You're a cruel person. <laughs> well. Well, no, no, I understand entirely where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can you, you imagine if Josh Hatto Carr went up to Bellamy and said, "Hey, I want to play. I want to play in the, front, in the front row. <laughs> Get out of here! I know. Mm. Get, hit those tackle bags. I've marked there where the kidney is. That's where you got to hit. <coughs> now, now Sam's been in touch. Uh, why hasn't the man of feathers? He said, "Happy rugby league." Why hasn't the man of feathers? Been talking to sports betting companies about wagering on the referee crackdown. Just think of the possible markets. Number of players sent off per game. What about the referee who sends off most players or into the bin in a season? I'm well, pretty sure you could get yeah, that you'd sort get of bet. Yeah, you'd get those bets. Surely that Marky Just Mark bloke that you were talking about, whatever that company is. Ladbrokes are good. Ladbrokes. Yeah, they don't want to go out. They'd I mean, be right up behind I that, know. wouldn't they? Yeah, I made a fortune on that first match the other night. Oh, yeah, mentioned well, that. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four in the bin. Yep. Uh, but the second match, I thought we'd go for six in the sure. bin, but only four. Yeah, mm. I've got the three well send-offs. The I've got the three send-offs. Um, wow. Now, this has come from Patrick, mm. originally from Concord West. Concord West, yeah. Oh. Yeah, but he's not in Concord West anymore. He says, happy rugby league. I couldn't help but notice a recent caller from Cabago didn't know about his local sporting teams. In 2021, Cabago Bermagui has a team in the South Coast Monaro Rugby Union Comp. I play for the Braidwood Redbacks, which were formed when the Braidwood Bears folded. We still wear the red and black. Like a hospital without patients, the Bears' curse is ubiquitous. <laughs> I've heard that rugby league still has, has a predisposition to see Bears in a negative light. It might date back to the Byzantine era where the Greeks had a great dislike for Bears. I don't need to join the dots for you. In some good news, Matt Larson. Oh, Matty Larson. A yeah. relation to the great bear yes. Gary Larson. Yeah, Gary Larson, yeah. Is Gary still on the board? Did you name I him on the board? So. I think he uh, might be on the, the board of the North Sydney League yeah. Club. Oh, it could be the Leagues Club, yeah. I think so. Yeah, and maybe ex officio on the Bears. Yes, board. he could well be. What mm. a great player. What a oh, great player. Player. Yeah, he's an Gary excellent player. Gary Larson was. Yeah, they found him hard to put him away, I they tell you did. that. Anyway, Gary Larson, Matt Larson. A relation to the oh, okay, a relation to the great big Gary Larson has committed to play a few games for the Redbacks in 2021. That's, That's got to be good, isn't it? That'll pull a crowd. He's been running around for the Yam, Yamba Buccaneers, and we hope he brings some nice cheese down here for the boys. Well, hang on a minute. Now, mm-hmm. speaking of cheese, you mentioned that Cabago and Bega yeah. had joined forces to run a rugby league side. That's right. Don't tell me that. Oh, I know. Cheese isn't. I'm, yeah, cheese and rugby league. Centric. I know. Cheese and rugby league. Marriage made in heaven. Yeah. Uh, he says in an update, we beat the Birmingham Cabago Sharks 132 to 3. <laughs> that must have been. How did they get three? <laughs> I don't three know. field goals. <laughs> yes, maybe. Uh, now, Paul's been in touch. He says, uh, Roy Nichi makes me a very proud rugby league fan to see the Chinese foreign minister wish Dan Tan happy rugby league. The fact that Tan failed to respond and stood there like a stunned mullet makes me a bit embarrassed to be an Australian. Clearly it's time for the NRL to look to the Chinese Communist Party for ideas. Yes. Haven't we done that already in the way we kowtowed of Volandis? I'd like to see players who hit other players in the head, not just set off, but made to wear dunces caps, cultural revolution style, on the sideline for the remainder of the game and then serve their suspensions out in the bush helping struggling farmers. 
Well, that's a really good idea, the struggling farmers. Because struggling farmers? I mean, we couldn't get any fruit picked this year. No, it's all rotted on the it's trees. It's all rotting on the on trees. The yeah. I People are walking the, away from, you know, brilliant. The They've fruit had a industry. brilliant season. There's yeah. so much to pull off. More fruit than we've ever had before. We couldn't pull any of it off. Yeah. Terrible, isn't it? That's, I mean, right, where yeah, were the hogs for the homeless then? I know. Where were the grey nomads? Well, the grey nomads. The bludgers. A, a, apropos of that, mm -hmm. remember last week we floated the idea of a site where grey nomads could, re, uh, you know, yeah. uh, register? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that I think it's not too late for some mm -hmm. grey nomads to start fruit picking. Yes, I'd agree. And supporting the rugby league as well, well because you, fruit you, pick during the week, rugby league on the weekend. It's a simple philosophy. Perfect. Paul's been in touch. He says, uh, happy rugby league. Uh, inspired by last week's idea for Married at First Flush, I'd like to propose a reality TV show for the ages, Big Brother. Well, we got one, haven't we? Yeah, we do, in which all the contestants are the eldest of rugby league playing brothers. <laughs> all right. Hosted by Sam Burgess. Yeah, oh, yeah. Older brother of Luke, George and Tom. Yeah. <laughs> contestants could include current and retired players like Steve Boxhead Walters, older brother of Kevy and Kerry, Josh Morris, older than Brett by 10 minutes, Mark Geyer, older brother of Matt. Yeah. Uh, Gary Hughes, older brother of Graham and Mark, mm -hmm. Steve Mortimer, older brother of Peter, Chris and Glenn, and, of course, Jesse Bromwich, older, bro older brother of Kenny, just to name a few. Yeah, no, it's an excellent list. The show would centre around the older brothers telling stories about how, how they were all the best player in their house, how they bullied their younger brothers growing up and how stupid they were and how their parents loved them more. <laughs> Meanwhile... In a hidden part of the big brother house, the younger brothers, Kevy, Kerrod, Kenny, etc., are listening and after being cleared by qualified guidance counsellors like Slippery Morris, they enter nightly one by one as intruders to, to confront their older brothers. <laughs> Excellent challenge. Hilarity ensues. I know. I can I know. see it. Nightly challenges could include each brother giving each other dead legs to see which pair the most could tolerate the most, Chinese burns, Chinese ear burns. twisting and the yeah. like. Yeah. It writes itself. <laughs> That's it's a great a idea. idea. Big brother. Big brother. The name says it all. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, now, just finally, HG, just a quick one here. This has come from Steve. He says, how has magic become part of the, of the NRL? It's a very good question. Has the man of feathers Oops. thrown the bones against the wall? Has the yet-to-be-appointed saint of the NRL shown their colours to anoint Nathan Cleary's prescience to pass without looking with a, with a try as a given? Has there been some spell or incantation cast? Is voodoo rampant in the NRL? I want some answers, he says. Yeah, no, no, it's a good question. It I, is a good question. I don't know where the magic is. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, the magic is lost. I, I take your point that you said right at the top of the show, it wasn't very Three magic. Three send-offs. Yeah. That, that's the only evidence of magic that I've seen. Why do we call it Magic Round? Well, we shouldn't. The Rugby League Players Association, in partnership with the Bank of Volandes, have done a deal with Bitcoin to pay all Rugby League salaries Cardano cash. Stay tuned for blockchain updates on bludging on the blind side. Now, this weekend... I suppose it's a continuation of Magic Round in a yeah. weird sort of way. It's rural and regional. Wouldn't it be good if we could keep the spirit of Magic Round, you know, just 
over the next weekend and an echo on the following week. You, you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. Now, this is sort of that because uh, the Rabbits mm. are going out to play the blockbuster against Penrith in Dubbo. That's fabulous. I think tomorrow night it's, uh, or tomorrow afternoon it gets underway. It's, right. uh, it's described here as Sunday's blockbuster. Right. Uh, Russell, uh, the owner of the Rabbits, yep. had Rabbit, uh, he... Uh, you know, in a, in a think piece during the week, said nothing beats the buzz and excitement of bush footy. That's true. That's now, so true. Can I, though, can I, I need to mm. temper this by Crusher Cleal's thoughts, uh, which we broke here a couple of weeks ago. That's that true. That the busted-ass nature of bush footy has never seen it so bad. No. And that, Most mm, towns are struggling to get one team up. One team up. Yeah. And most... Uh, most is team, Russell not aware of this or has Russell just got a sort of... He's got fairy tale views, some sort yeah, of yeah, sort of show business. Show business. Mm, it's all okay. Out of touch. Out of touch. I'm imagining it's still 1950, and yeah. there's a lot of bush <laughs> footy going on. That's right. Now mm. he uh, doesn't get out of the bush much, does he? He doesn't. No. I mean, this would be. His when first was Russell time. last seen in Dubbo? Could I suggest never? <laughs> so the difficulty is he going this weekend? Is I he think going so. To he's, he's, uh, the rabbits. Where's the, he staying? Don't know. The double cent, Dubbo Central. Uh, now, the Rabbits and Panthers will play before 12,000 at Apex Oval and continue South Sydney's drive to play more NRL games in rural and regional towns. I wonder how the Rabbits' membership feel about this. Mm-hmm. Big gasp for them. Souths have taken matches to, in recent years to Mudgee and Coffs, yep. along with the Sunshine Coast, mm-hmm. Central Coast, well, that's hardly an effort, Cairns and Perth, and this year this is one of their two-season deal with Dubbo. So this year and next year they're going. So double, Dubbo Council's right across this. That'd be right. Now, yeah, yeah. can I point out that uh, the buzz and excitement, mm. you'd need to have a fairly attuned radar to find it. Mm. Um, I mean, the buzz that I get is uh, you're able to park alongside the ground yes. and toot on the car horn when they go in for a drive. Presumably, yes. Yeah. Yeah, now, that'll yeah. be part well, of it. Mind you, with 12,000 people there, in the road, there could be a lot of people standing in front of your car. <laughs> it could, could cause a few issues. It could. Out of the way, mate. <laughs> I'm here to see the well, footy. You can't see the yeah. footy. Yeah. This is, I'm, the, I'm part of the buzz and yeah. excitement of bush yeah. footy. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say the, um, the uh, buzz and excitement of bush footy were? There was less oversight of the game, mm. so you might be able to get away with things in bush footy that you can't in, <laughs> yeah. you know, I know you were a... Yeah. Great advocate of yeah, things yeah, you yeah, could yeah, get yeah, away yeah. with and that's what kept you in the yeah, game for yeah, so yeah. long. Every now and again you get an absolute bloody b- bloodbath and people remember it, you know, when the St John's ambulance, you'd have to have a fleet of bloody ambulances there. To lug people away. To lug people away, to have their ears sewn back on and yeah, bits and the pieces. Crew stitched crew up. stitched up, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a... Anyway, <clears throat> paper report. And then the press would turn up and you'd yeah, have a lot of photographs of the players, you know, with... You know, bits hanging off. Bits hanging off them and stuff like that. Tubes and stuff like that. Beers being offered to them by <laughs> That's the, right, by the relatives, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, keeping the kitchen connection between the NRL and bush <clears throat> footy is important, says Crow. Mm-hmm. Not sure who too, but anyway, be that as may. At Souths, we ensure every year that we sacrifice a couple of home games and get out amongst the grassroots country fans. Good. Sacrifice. Yeah. The game's going to go on. They're not, mm. We're not... No. Thinking they're going to do artistic But it's a sacrifice for the locals here, though, True. isn't it, for the for the fans here who love seeing Souths. Being a foundation club, uh, Sydney, South Sydney have pockets of fans all over the country and nothing beats the buzz and excitement that uh, a big game in town generates. Now, sure. they have a uh, charity arm which has been working in Dubbo all week. Souths uh, do. Yeah, Souths do. Yeah. Among current and former players working in and around Dubbo this week have been Cameron Mur- Murray, mm. uh, Campbell Graham, Jackson Polo, Kyle... Turner, yeah. Ethan Lowe, Tatao Moga, Yileen Gordon and Reese Wesser. 
Wow. So okay. a lot of edge players there. Yeah. Now, South's assistant coach, Jason Dimitrio, uh, I hope no relation, but could be, also headed west, mm. as did Blake Solly. Did Blake Solly go as yeah, well? Solly, he got in the car. Right. One of rugby league's great strengths is this is uh, Blake talking, mm. is its support in the regions. I think it gives us a unique advantage over coaches like the AFL. What, who have no support in the rural and regional areas? Well, not in Dubbo. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought. I mean, there might be a Dubbo. You know, uh, AFL side. Yeah. We'll probably the, get the, inundated with texts. The crayfish or something. I, the I don't crayfish. Know. <laughs> no, no, crayfish. <laughs> that has to be fostered and nurtured and taking great games like this. I mean, is that how it works? You yeah. take great games out there and so it's Look, are the and players spending the whole week in WAC? Are they going to the primary schools, the, the, the high school there? Are they mingling with the local players, the local teams? Are they having clinics? Well, sort of. We actually asked for this game to be played in Dubbo in the Central West. We have a great deal of respect for Penrith and know they do a lot in their same area, so it made sense to take two great clubs who believe in bush right. footy to plays like Dubbo. Right. Southcare's been doing community programs in Dubbo and the Central West since Monday. Now, is this Penrith or South? Or they Just South. Have? Just what? South. Because they would know what Penrith have been up to. They're as cunning as rats. Penrith would have been there as well, you'd imagine. What, do it looking for an edge? Looking for Yeah. <laughs> Right. They've had seven days of community programs. Gee, the players will be exhausted. Hmm. I just hope they haven't worn themselves out with teaching kids how to read and doing, you know, stitching up people who've come in after car accidents. <laughs> oh. Are they do- well, oh, I think they're ticketed to do that. Fully ticketed, okay. Yeah, they'll be right. Right. Well, now, it's, and how many people did you say? 12,000, 12,000, 15,000? Yeah, Well, that's fantastic. That'll get people from all around the Dubbo area. In and probably further afield. I, I yeah, think probably. I, I hope they've got the facilities there to look, enough pies and enough. Uh, people want to stay overnight. Have they got the facilities? Camping. To... Yeah, there'd be a lot of grey nomads. They'd think of what, sharing swing... their caravans and stuff. Well, no, more the other way around. I, well, well, let's swing well, past. People are going to take their tents. Are you allowed yeah. to just sit up camp a tent, on the ground? Just camp on the ground anywhere in Dubbo <laughs> this weekend? I think so. Now, so there are no <laughs> rules? What about sanitation? What if you need to you take, do, a take a shovel and do you, you do a dump anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> they, I think the council have thrown away all the rules this weekend. I think it's a dump free. Are they providing everyone with a bloody shovel? They've opened the doors. <laughs> no, do it. <laughs> they uh, thought it through. Now, how about this? This is what's happening out there. At the same time, we have the uh, blockbuster, another blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Parramatta v Manly. Now, they're traditional rivals. They are. Uh, so we have many of the players. Where's that one at? Not Dubbo as well. No. <laughs> No. God almighty, magic no. round in Dubbo. It'd just be It'd be brown. I know. Oh, anyway, look, many players have, uh, have been urged, this by Manly supporters, have been urged to man up and reject the soft option by walking through the combative and passionate Parramatta fans as they run on to the Bankwest Stadium for Sunday's blockbuster. Oh. The teams, this is an architectural please, to make it embarrassing and intimidating for uh, opposition teams to play Bankway Stadium. Anyway, teams entering the field at the the 300 million, I didn't realise it was so much anyway, be so mate, stadium must endure an L-shaped walk from their dressing rooms past Rabbit Eels fans standing inside the bar area called the Field Club. The Field Club. Now, pumped up supporters aided by a what's described here as a few cheeky beers, will cheer and laud the Parramatta players on the walk out but jeer and abuse the old rivals manly. Die-hard Parramatta fans inside the field club stand on both sides of the walkway which leads to the playing surface. It's been described as the most intimidating walk onto a playing field for a professional sporting team in Australia. That is a big call. Whoa, that the is The most a intimidating big call. walk 
onto a playing field yeah. for a professional sporting team in Australia. The right. field club, club based in uh, Western Grandstand, was closed last year due to COVID restrictions. So this oh, they okay. haven't had many yeah, chances yeah. to get the gang together. Sure. Previously, but surely the manly players could just carry an umbrella, couldn't they? Because the problem is they're being gobbed spit, on. They're yeah, being gobbed on. Yeah, it's, and, people, and that's unpleasant. You know, know, no one likes to start a game covered in gob. No, you don't mind any of your game covered in gob. I mean, you take that as given. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of players reaching out trying to grab parts and oh, yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff. You know, oh, you like, get your hair. Pulled and, and, yeah, and boot up the date and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Previously, some visiting side, sides elected to avoid walking through the field club by sneaking onto the field, that's playing field, yeah. uh, through a training door in the southwestern corner of the stadium. Well, well, can't Manly do that? Well, <laughs> Parramatta legends have called on Manly players to show some metal in front up to the Eels fans before the game. Oh, Taunts yeah. come comes as Manly chairman Scotty Penn predicted uh, that the cl- his club, which has won five from their past six games, would win a grand final in two to three years. I'm not quite sure what's that got to do with the field That's club. a different article. It is. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> he was answering a different question. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. What do what does it suggest to Manly? Maybe they wear raincoats, carry an umbrella in mufti, false moustaches, that sort of stuff, well, and then... Reveal once they get out onto the sideline. That they're the manly Then team. they get the boo, yeah. Yeah. Now, the other thing is why don't they build a, a right-hand turn at their joint? Lotto land. Oh, There's yeah. There's plenty of space there to build a Well, I tell you what, it's no place for the faint-hearted if you're a Parramatta player at Lotto land. No, well, you don't drive. No. Oh, God, no. Yeah, no, but you'd be mad. You'd be mad. And, and Parramatta players, I mean, they get absolutely saturated when they're walking. <laughs> saturated. Walking on. I mean... What you have to do is out there, you know, pro COVID protocols, you get in the hand sanitizer bath, you get hosed off, yeah, you get yep. gobbed on, you get back in the hand sanitizer bath and closed off, hosed off before you run on. Yeah. It's the only sensible way to do it. It is the only sensible way. And I think it was a great idea to have the bath for the hand sanitizer just on the sideline. <laughs> what sport single handedly turned Gallipoli from a loss into a win? Rugby League, celebrated here on Bludging on the Blind Side. Roy, just a quick update on that uh, story we broke last week about the World Rugby Cup coming to Australia. Oh, yes. Uh, in 2027. That's right. This has uh, sort of moved on this week. Uh, <clears throat> so it was a terrific big launch mm. on uh, which was the Opera House were lit up, the oh, size yes. of the Opera House. Yep. It's still uncertain uh, to you on the number of fronts, uh, but by the end of this month, the Rugby Australia will know its enemies, meaning those who will formally announce their intention to host rugby's showpiece uh, in six years' time. So right. it's not a shoe in that Australia gets it. Oh. It's emerged that the US might throw its hat into the ring. Uh, while there's speculation others could be late wild cards, mm. Phil Kearns, the executive director, said uh, we should know by the end of the month who our enemies are. Mm-hmm. We heard Russia... But we think there could be uh, they could be precluded because of doping bans. We've heard Qatar because mm. they've had the facilities because of the World Cup and they want to use them for something. Yeah. Gee, playing in Qatar would test out a lot of rugby Certainly players. would. Uh, we've heard USA. We even, well, don't they have those huge uh, air conditioned stadiums? The whole, the whole, the whole country's air conditioned. Correct. Though, isn't the whole, it? Yeah. the whole yeah, state yeah. is air conditioned. Yeah. We've heard the Poms might be sneaking in, and you know, South Africans are saying they're not interested, mm. but they could go for it in twenty thirty one. Now, <clears throat> Rugby Australia is uh, hoping that Australia gets the nods. Yes. Uh, we've got lined up a terrific 
uh, team to do it. The Australia's High Profile World Cup Advisory Board uh, features the likes of John Howard. Yes. Former PM. Sir Rod Eddington. Business identity, Sir Peter Cosgrove. Sir Peter Cosgrove, yes. Yeah, for the heavy hitter. Yeah. Johnny Coates. Johnny Coates. I don't know how he finds time, that oh, bloke. Oh, man. Right. Uh, John Coates, but he would have some <coughs> view of how it should be mm-hmm. sold to the world. Mm. Uh, and John Eels. John right. Eels. Yes. Um, now, they'll. <coughs> no one from the uh, board of Cadbury's. No, that's a surprise. Now, uh, they need as many as 52 votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I would say uh, a Cadbury's fruit and nut bar yeah. sent through the mail to every person who <laughs> is voting yeah. would be a timely and significant tilt in the yeah. Australian favour. Yeah, yeah. And I tell you what would be good is to send something like a fruit and nut bar and then maybe just send a nut bar later yeah. and then a fruit bar later so as people don't lose the idea, don't lose the thread yes. of who's in business here, sure. and I've told that uh, Cadbury's... Will Cadbury's be putting out a special World Wallabies Cup. World Cup chocolate? Yes, what a good idea. I'm sure in they the will. In the shape of, a, of maybe a football, a Gilbert? Yeah, what a great idea. That, well, that's only one idea. I mean, they could have it in the shape of the yeah. heads of the players or... How about, you know, uh, i tell you what would be good is... They make a thing called Kinder Surprise. I don't think Cadbury's do it. No, they don't. They're a chocolate firm. They could make Mm -hmm. a shape of a football Mm -hmm. in in the shape of like what they do for Kinder Surprise already and put some rugby league sort of Or rugby union. Sorry, rugby union idea inside it. Yes. And maybe... What about little plastic players? Like you've got to collect the whole 17 or whoever. Oh, yeah, hundreds. Yeah. Because there are all sorts of teams coming from overseas. There are. And you collect the whole lot. And... There's special gold ones which you can redeem at yes. the shop for maybe another. Ah, that's an excellent idea, H. Well, well, now, now you're talking, or or maybe uh, in each uh, football, chocolate football, is a part of a player, like one arm or one leg or the head. So you've got to buy a hell of a lot of chocolates to assemble the hundreds of players. You'd need to buy thousands. That's a brilliant. Thousands of miniature yes. spoons, uh, Gilberts wrapped yes. up in, you yep. know, alpha. Well, let's say they're $5 each. Yeah, five, just do the maths. Do the maths. Mm. That's an incredible idea. The AFLW supports the Bathurst bid to become the motor racing capital of the Southern Hemisphere. This is Bludgeon on the Blind Side on ABC Radio. You know... We do have a problem with Rugby League. I was looking at some figures released by the Rugby League this week and it appears that 12,000 players, this is blokes mainly, 12,000 players have been lost to the code in the last five years. What, through uh, natural attrition, HG, or or, or passed away or... All of those things. All of those things. Disinterest or taking up other sports or... I find that hard to believe. I know. But... 12,000 people of... Rugby League players have disappeared. That's what you're saying. Yeah, that's... I think that's a Four Corners probe right there. Where have they gone? <laughs> Who knows something? You know, do you know what I mean? Nobody's suggesting anything untoward here, is, is there? 12,000 missing rugby league players. Well, You'd think someone would have noticed. <laughs> well, okay. Crusher Cleal has. You yeah, can't get has. a team together. Okay, well, this is Dale Does Terrier. Crusher know where all these players have gone? Has he thought about it? Has he no, made has inquiries? He, has he got their phone numbers in his... Yeah. Mm, anyway, look... 
Dale Cherry Evans from uh, Manly, mm-hmm. he, he's become a, a senior citizen of the uh, rugby league community. Yeah, well, know. I suppose he's captain of the team. He's... And he's part of the Players Association. Is he? I didn't know that. <clears throat> he says um, almost every rugby NRL player would say there was more fatigue in the game after questioning whether the head office cherry pick statistics they could use to argue the game is not too fast or taxing the superstars of the code. Right. Just hours after the Rugby League Players Association accused the NRL of lacking respect. There's that word again. Wow, a bit like Hooney and Gal. I know. I know. No respect. No respect for the players. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm all ears now. This is Cherry Evans talking. Now, uh, accused the NRL of lacking respect over the release of key season metrics. Right. This is in the Nine newspaper. Uh, Cherry Evans said the players union. Oh, he's the players union general president, right? Okay. So uh, he's not the you know the secretary, but the general president. Mm. Passionately argued for a greater say in how the modern game was affecting its players. Right. Yeah. The NRL claimed players were running fewer meters per game than last year. It's hard to imagine. Hard to imagine, isn't it? Uh, making the same number of errors and being aff- uh, afforded the same more stoppages. But that last weekend proved that idea completely wrong. Mm. Because more were being sent off, more were being sin-bent. Yeah. Um, more stoppages through an increase of, in tries, debunking the theory that tackling techniques were being affected by overworked athletes. Right. That, that was a suggestion. Okay. Now, yeah. Uh, there were 14, obviously mentioned already, uh, Queensland and Manly Captain Cherry Evans argue that l- the inclusion of six-again calls mm. for offside infringements and the reduction in scrums had definitely increased fatigue. Yeah. I was a little bit shocked when I read it because I – Thought it might have been hand selected data. Yeah. Uh, it per- it it perceived would be minimal. It's sorry, I haven't read that quite correctly. It was I was a little bit shocked when I read it because mm. I thought it might have been hand selected data. It perceived would be minimal. Right. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. As a player who has been involved with rule changes, in my opinion, it has impacted the game. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No good. But I do think we need to sit back and acknowledge there are change in regards to areas such as fatigue for sure. Yep. Now, I'd, I'd agree with that. But I, I would have thought the the idea, the whole Volandis vision is for fatigue to set in so that your players like Cherry Evans and your, your playmakers run. have more can be more expansive and that's why we're getting score blowouts because your playmakers... Tied defences are being far more aggressive and being able to run a lot more. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but yeah. scoring, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's... It, it, See, I think Cherry Evans is wrong. I think players are running a lot further this year than they did last year. That's There's what A lot saying. more tries this year than last year. Yeah. But what I don't quite understand, is that, a, is that interesting? Because what happens here mm. is you get these blows and people turn off. <laughs> All right. Now, what we need is to try and even the competition up. I mean, your power plays. Yeah, suggested. the power plays. I've yeah. heard nothing of that from Volandis at all. No. No respect, Roy. No, no respect. Well, no, they've got head in the sand. Total head in the sand. You're putting ideas Coming from head office. office. Yeah. Now, the, uh, the Rugby League Players Association. I mean, Abdo and Volandis, oh, yeah. they don't listen. They don't They're not in. interested in listening. Are they interested in the players? No. <laughs> Are they interested in the fans? No. They're just talking. Are they interested in the issues of Rugby League? No. No. Now. I point out that the Players Association launched a stinging rebuke of the NRL's numbers. Good. Arguing arguing that the data must be thoroughly tested and scrutinised before making any definitive statements concerning the playing environment. It said players already provided feedback to the NRL this year about match 
demand. Okay. Well, see, we need someone at arm's length. We need someone like Deloitte or someone like that to come in and really look at the numbers. Or a university PhD student? Yes. Now, the, uh, this is the Players Association. While it may not have been intention, dismissing the feelings and experience of the players as perception, mm-hmm. is this in this statement lacks awareness and respect for those playing the game. The need for transparency has never been more important and the Rugby League's Players Association will request further data from the NRL and clubs confirming our position Mm -hmm. and making any recommendations for change. Before confirming our position and making any recommendations for change. Right. Now, you can easily see why. No respect for the players, so why would we bother? Yes. Releasing information. Yeah. Why would we care about what Dale Cherry Evans has to say or the uh, the players' association? Players' association. After all, they're getting out, going out there every week and co- get, being sent off and having their heads punched in. Yes, yeah. I, no, no I, I think that's absolutely right. I mean, right from the start, I mean this this uh, this association of uh, Vlanders and Abdo have made it absolutely clear that they are not interested in the well-being of players. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. I mean, they can talk about, oh, yeah, no high shots, we're going to cut down on that, but they don't care. No, no. What they care about is that chug, chug, chug mm. of the concussion yep. class action. That's the only thing they care about. Yes, that's right. That This, this is a train that's uh, heading down the track towards them if they're not careful. Australians, these are rugby league heroes we should never forget. Kevin Hardwick, Steve Edmund, Tulson Tollett, Horry Hastings, Lord Ted Goodwin and Brett Horsnell. All remembered fondly with thoughts and prayers on Bludging on the Blind Side. And it's time for the second fat of the afternoon and uh, similar to the first one, it's Roy and HG, the double CD of This Sporting Life and the mystery poster pack. It's a mystery because I don't know what's in it. Uh, Roy, uh, for all comers, what's the question? Yeah, someone suggested, what about a chocolate in the shape of a scrum? That's excellent. Or you have to build a scrum. Build a scrum, yes. Out of the parts of the players you find and there won't be a, say... You uh, won't know if you're buying a forward or a back. No. That's oh, going to be fascinating. It'll be fascinating. We'll just... I mean, this could go anywhere. I know. And it's going to get kids involved. Yes. And you see what's happened with Lego Masters, how that's revolutionised people's understanding of Lego. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not mine, but, you know, no, generally. No, 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 I understand. Are you suggesting you could use sort of Lego technology in the way you build the players from the parts, the various parts, that bespoke parts made by the, the rugby league that fit in, or the, the rugby, rugby union, union in this instance, yeah. that fit inside the, uh, the, uh, the chocolate football. Is that it? I'm suggesting so it'd be like Lego technology. You put the players yes. made out of plastic. Yes. You put, but they, and, and then you can buy the paints to paint them <laughs> in international in, colours. international colours or yeah. whatever colours they, you know. And imagine the worldwide sales. Oh yes. I mean, everybody loves rugby. Yes. Question is, who's not interested in rugby league? Who's not interested in the interests of rugby league? Name them. Two names. We want them now. One three hundred three six one seven hundred. All comers phone now. Rugby League supports NATO, the CSIRO, the ANZUS Pact, and the World Health Organization. No other sport has made such a commitment. This is bludging on the blind side. Who are we talking to, Roy? Yeah, we're joined by Dave, who's joining us from Long Jetty. How are you there, Dave? Happy Rugby League, mate. Happy Rugby League, fellas. How you going? Sounding great. Yeah, good. Now, Dave, uh, there'd be a fair bit of rugby league happening around your neck of the woods. Would the entrance have a team? Does Long Jetty have a team? 
Uh, Long Jetty doesn't have a team, but we've got the Entrance Tigers, we've got the Berkeley Vale Panthers, we've got the Woi Woi uh, Roosters, we've got the Erino uh, Eagles. Great rugby league uh, nursery up here. Isn't that fantastic? And is there a particular team you follow? No, no, I'm a, I'm a um, uh, life member of the Parramatta Eels. I'm going down there tomorrow to um, the uh, Western Sydney Rectangular Stadium. I think that's rugby, um, that's ABC talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you going to get near, close enough to, uh, you know, give the uh, manly team when they come out a gobful? Uh, mate, for $78 a, a, a seat, my bloody oath I am. <laughs> now, um, gee, that's quite an adventure. What time will you be leaving home? Well, uh, we're heading down about um, after work today, about 6 o'clock. Yes. Tonight, um, HG, we're, gonna, we're staying down there um, in one of those huge skyscraping apartments overnight and um, having a look around the old stomping ground and then off to the, uh, the uh, Cumberland Oval Mark Three at about oh, quarter to four. And how many matches would you get to a year? Oh, three or four, mate. I, I go to the. Uh, I saw um, uh, the Central Coast Warriors play the uh, Gold Coast Titans first round up here at, at Gosford. Yes. Worst, worst game of rugby league I've ever seen in my life. Really? Mm. Absolutely terrible. But it's provided you with a memory. Yeah, it did, yeah. yeah what was the problem that day? Was it the handling or, or what? Uninspired. Uninspired, ah, yeah. Yeah. Don't you hate that? I couldn't believe it. Honestly. Yeah. Do you think they were overcoached or, or undercoached? Uh, overcoached. Yeah. Yeah, completely overcoached. Yeah, overthought the whole thing. Yeah, right. And how do you think the uh, Eels are going this year? Obviously, they've won quite a lot of matches, but are they up to a, uh, well, let's say a big uh, day in October tilt? No. No. Uh, under the radar, HG, just keep it completely. So, Exactly, under the radar. Under the radar. So who who are you seeing in the grand final? Yeah, who's going who's gonna, who's gonna be playing uh Penrith? Look I I think um I, I think it might be a a repeat of um twenty twenty. With um with Melbourne taking on the uh the Penny Panthers and, yeah. and, and keeping keeping them to, to a um oh mate, thirty to nil scoreline. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're sobering thoughts, aren't they? Very for, sobering uh, thoughts. Uh, all rugby league supporters. <laughs> now, let Roy set out the question, Dave. Have, have a swing at it. Uh, I'm just thinking that $78 a ticket, mm. and yeah. how much are the pies there or or, a, or a, some sort of uh, salad roll or something that you can get, uh, Dave? Uh, Roy, I think a pie is about $6, mate, for a, uh, for a Villa's pie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. And you've got to stay somewhere overnight, as you say, so that's not – it's, it's yeah. a bit of an expense, isn't it? It is. And uh, you implied before, you said we, so what, the whole family's going? Yeah, well, there'll be six of us going. There'll be me, me and Lovey will be going down tonight yeah. um, and meeting up with family. But, but I am a man of immense wealth, Roy. So oh, okay. Well, that's, separate. That, that's yeah. different. And rugby yeah. league yeah. is your passion, after yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. So no, let Roy good. set out the question. Okay, the question is, Dave um, – Who's not interested in rugby league? Peter, the man of feathers, Volandis, and his cohort, um, Abdo. I've forgotten um, Abdo's first name. Everybody does. Everybody does. Yeah, I, I think, I think a, a, a Abdo gets there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, look, we'll get the poster pack and the uh, double CD of Roy and HG on This Sporting Life, and thanks very much for being part of Bludging on the Blind Side. 
Did man create rugby league? Or did rugby league create man? Food for thought, here on Bludging on the Blind Side. Uh, one of the big moves in the week, uh, or the last couple of weeks, is the Adam Reynolds signing uh, for the Brisbane Broncos. Isn't that exciting? It's exciting. Uh, I mean, big job though, isn't it? A big job for Adam Reynolds. Yeah, well, he's going to have to carry the whole team on. Carry the, the whole team, unless steer them sign, around the park, unless they find somebody else. Yeah. But he'll be ex- experiencing the excitement of bush footy this weekend because he'll be over playing with the uh, oh, rabbits. A dubbo, yeah. A dubbo against the uh, top of the table high flying panthers. Now. Yeah. Yep. He may have said, this is a beautiful article. I mean, I had this is, gives you a great insight in what it means to be a Bronco from yeah. Crash Craddock. Yeah. Uh, just beautiful. He may have spent his football life as a rabbito, but Adam Reynolds has already learnt there's no such thing as a rabbit warren in Brisbane. Wow. I mean, that just sums it up completely. Isn't that great? It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah. So he's been to Red Hill and liked the setup and liked what he saw. Oh, I'm pretty sure. And he's met the media, the local media, and, yeah, uh, you know, it looks all tickety-boo. Yeah, he's met old, old, old figures like Bannigan and <laughs> Jim Bannigan. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably not. Alfie would have met Alfie. Alfie, though, he would yeah. have met Alfie, yeah. and Alfie would have shared some pointers about sure, where to be. Sure, sure. I wonder if they were good. Chomic Close and Big Gino, I wonder if they turned up. They would have been there. They would have turned up. Yeah, they would have been there. Welcome yeah, to go, yeah. Adam, how are you, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah come on in here. Yeah, would you like a beer? Yeah. Now, the article continues. No little hideaway can shelter a man from the swirling forces of a probing world, mm. not when you play for the Broncos. Wow, the swirling forces of a probing world. Mm. I'm not sure what that means, but that's rugby league. Despite the fact that uh, there were magic round events on either side of the town, eight cameramen mm. made us Brisbane airport to greet the man who must steer the SS Bronco out of the troubled waters from next year. Eight S- cameras. SS Bronco. The SS Bronco, yeah. Wow. To use because it's <clears> stuck on the reef, isn't it? It's taken water. <laughs> the bilge pumps are working overtime, aren't they? Uh, the overriding sentiment from his from his words that was that the parting with Souths, where he'd lived his whole life and mm. played his whole career, has not been easy. Yeah. Even though it has been his reality for some time. Yes. To use a relationship parlance, this mm. is crash writing. Remember, yep. he's moving on from the love of his life, and before he can attach himself to his new flame, he has to get over his old one. It's challenging because he thought it was forever. Oh, man. Mm. Man. You know, people know that they uh, – Reynolds said he loves South. And his I, I thought he would have were... kept the boat imagery going. You know, he's been on the good ship <laughs> Lollipop. South Sydney sailing on fair waters. Now he's got to walk the plank. <laughs> <laughs> and plunge into the yeah. troubled waters of the reef. Now – Reynolds said he loved his South teammate, like my family, like my family, yeah. uh, that he would feel part of the Rabbitohs for his whole life. Oh, I don't think the coach, Kevy, wants to hear this. No. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity they gave me as a young boy to achieve my dream. Yeah. South's offered him a one-year deal, but to Brisbane offered him three at a slightly higher rate. Now. Yes. Um, I think Cronulla were after him as well, weren't they? they? Were, I'm not sure what went wrong Don't know there. what went wrong there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think the board, I think the Cronulla board. Yeah, got in the they, road. They appear to be, you know, brushed with the I, Abno Volanders brush. I tell you, you know? what, they don't have a chicken sponsorship down there at Cronulla and the sooner they get it shows, one... The, doesn't it? The, it, <laughs> it shows. The sooner they get one, the better it'll be for all yeah. Sharks fans. Yeah. Who, I don't who, know what, who are their sponsors? Have they got any one, I suppose? They've got do. one of those cryptic ones like oh. Adco or something like oh, that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Now, okay. 
Uh, someone noted that they'd seen more excited Friday afternoon meat tray winners than Reynolds talking about his new deal. That's Crash Credit. More Whoa. excited Friday afternoon meat tray winners. Wow. Uh, but the, that's Is he the, suggesting there that Reynolds is not so happy about going there? Well, He's doing it under sufferance. Well, God, Kevy won't want to hear that. But quirky, the quirky nature of rugby league's contract system left him walking a tightrope, yeah. as we said. Now, the more excited he sounded about joining the Broncos, the bigger the slap in the face it would have been for the club he still wants to win a premiership with. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, it's difficult, sound. isn't it? But still, Bennett, B- B- Bennett knows the... You know, Bennett still has this. feelings for the Broncos as yeah, well, well as South. I mean, it, yeah. it's possible to keep two things in the air, two balls in the air in this regard. Reynolds feels he has been conditioned for pressures of the Broncos because he comes from a huge club with a massive media interest. Yes. Significantly, his former coach, Anthony Seabold, mm. said the same and later admitted the forensic force of league coverage, Bridge Vegas style, was the single biggest thing that he underestimated in his first year. Yeah. This is the Broncos. Broncos, yeah. 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 It, it, it's a fishbowl. It's a total fishbowl. Total fishbowl. You can't escape it. You cannot escape it. You, yeah. you can't go. You can't. To Fortitude Valley and think I'll get away from this. No, you can't. You can't. But they're all there. You can't. You know, you get up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet. Cameras are there. <laughs> oh, Reynolds. Oh, how was your bladder last night, mate? I heard yeah. you had to do a wee at about four o'clock. Yeah. Is that right? That's what we heard. You want to make a comment? Statement, Adam? Uh, yeah, I did actually. Oh, why? Something wrong with your bladder? Yeah. Will you last the distance? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, his arrival is hugely significant for the Broncos because from today until his first tackle in 2022 uh, season next March, yeah. the Broncos can sell one essential quality every club needs. Starts with a H. Hope. Hope, yeah. Not good, is it? Is that all no, he's selling? that's all he's selling. How about some tries? Yeah, uh, well, the pressure's really going to be on him, isn't it? No matter how grim the post-mortem of any Broncos loss this season, the discussions can always end with the pep pill. Yeah. At least next year, Reynolds will be here. Yeah. Step right putting up, a lot so. of pressure on Reynolds. I know, already. Already. I, I mean, where, where's he going to live? Is he, I suppose he's got digs. Yeah, somewhere I think in, uh, you know, I was trying to think. New Farm? New like Farm, that. somewhere out there. Yeah, yeah some that yeah, way. good. I think he's got four kids, so he needs a bit of space. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he'd like a pool. He's got them enrolled in school. I he would have, have, have them, them enrolled in school. In school. Okay. Because yeah, there's pressure on them as well. Right. You're, you're a Reynolds, you are. I know they're going to get picked. Yeah. They're going to get picked as soon as they turn up. Yeah. Especially if he starts losing. Yes. Is Reynolds your old man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got the car regoed the other day. Registration done. Didn't pass. <laughs> Is that right? And you bought it new last week. Yeah. What's wrong with it? Mm. Yeah. You had to have the windscreen wipers changed, did you? That's what we heard. <laughs> That'll be the first question in uh, Channel 7 News in Brisbane. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is a troubling thing. Oh, it is. And, you it know, yeah. I just hope people understand the word of respect here. Yeah. You know, this bloke is a champion. Yep. He's a champion from South Sydney Absolute Rabbits. Absolute champion. Yes. He's coming to play for your club, yes, the Broncos. To steer them around the park and score tries and earn them points and give them a premiership. That's it for the bludging <laughs> on the blind side for this week. Remember the podcast no will be up soon. The podcast will be up soon. Join us next week when you can bludge on once again with Bludging on the Blind Side with Roy and HG. Bye now. See you later. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. 
Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.